This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode, Kiss of Death podcast, the number one podcast for the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Mike Brown. Jeremy has the night off. That's Pops. Massive day today, Pops. How are you? Doing great, Michael. How are you? Good, man. Uh, Rockets media day today. We're going to get straight into this thing. We have so many quotes that we want to get into tonight. We want to hear from everybody tuned in. We are live. My Facebook, my or my Facebook, Facebook for Dream Shake and the Kiss of Death Twitter. Thank you all for joining tonight. Uh, we want to make this a conglomerate of all things Houston Rockets today. We're not going to get to every quote, uh, but we have got three pages of quotes that we want to get to. Um, so I'm going to Set the table for you, Pops. Give me your quick, immediate reactions if you like what you hear. Uh, but we heard from a ton of guys today. Uh, Boban, Fred Van Fleet, Tari Eason. Uh, we're going to get to quotes from uh, Raphael Stone, Ime Udoka. Uh, we, the Rockets made TMZ today. Uh, so I think we should get to that part first. What if I don't like what I hear? Can I still comment? Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, the third highest story right now on TMZ Sports 
Kevin Porter Jr. no longer with Houston Rockets after domestic violence arrest. Um, a quote from Raphael Stone, going back a few weeks, as soon as I heard the allegations, I informed his representatives that he could not be a part of the Houston Rockets. They understood, and he has not been with the team or around the team or had any interaction with the team since that time. He will not be at media day or in training camp. Well, I think that pretty well sums it up. Yeah, I think so too. I think what's interesting here is not that this is important at all, but they lost any leverage, I guess is the best way to put it, with potentially trading him by coming out with this statement. Do you do you see that at all? I don't know if I fully believe that. But, I mean, everyone knows that he's not going to be a part of the team. But after this quote, teams are going to say, why would we trade you anything? You're going to end up having to cut him. So I think they lost their leverage. I think they very easily could have said, we have no comment at this time. Well, that's what I would have said. But if you pick him up, let's say we cut him and you pick him up, you still got to pay him something, you know. I don't know how it works. But on the other hand, if you're a team like Indiana that's dying to get rid of Buddy Heald, why not make that trade? You know, you're not going to bring Porter there. You're going to just bring the contract there. And then if and when the league decides, you know, let Indiana enjoy the, the reap the benefits. You know, I'm tired of reaping benefits. I want some ball players and let's go. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with that. And I also think that, in the in that type of move that the Rockets would make, they're going to have to attach compensation. I, I'm not going to say major draft compensation, but in order to facilitate that trade, the Rockets are going to have to entice that trade in addition to Kevin Porter Jr.'s contract. Um, so I think that was the biggest quote from Raphael Stone, general manager today, um, that a lot of people uh, were going to take on. Um, to be very fair to the conversation, I did my best to bring all of these quotes together. If I missed one, I apologize, Um, but I'm just going to go in order of what I saw on Twitter starting today at 11 o'clock. Let's get to Fred Van Fleet real quick. First of all, this guy oozes professionalism, toughness, and he's not going to let these guys slip. And it was so refreshing to hear Fred Van Fleet talk. The first quote that I got from him was, I'm here to help to help my teammates grow, help them develop, and learn who they want to be in this league. It's totally up to them. My professionalism and work ethic, that will be contagious. That was missing last year in that locker room. You know, we haven't had that since, God, I I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I can remember we had that. Yeah, I mean, I think the guy that, maybe was the closest in recent memory memory was Patrick Beverly because Patrick Beverly was that type of guy that he wouldn't, he had to claw his way literally into the NBA that, but this is on a different level. I mean, Fred Van Fleet is an NBA champion. I mean, the guy's making 40 plus million dollars a year. Let's just say he talked the talk today. And I have no doubt this is going to be a guy that's going to walk the walk for this organization going into this season. I think it was a great pickup, and I think that's why everybody was excited for them to go after this guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, We're going to jump from player to coach to player here, um, which I like. I like this type of show. I don't want to go, here's everything Fred Van Fleet said. 
Here's no, everything. I think that's great. Just do do your thing, man. Ime Udoka uh, was quoted that he wants – he's pushing a mindset shift with this team. He wants to break past habits. He wants unselfishness on the offensive end and players individually and collectively buying in on defense. Uh, real quick, guys, this is uh, part three of three of our uh, training camp uh, breakdown, uh, getting us ready for training camp that starts tomorrow. I believe we're actually going to be live tomorrow to recap day one of training camp as well. So be on the lookout for that official notice tomorrow. But again, part three tonight. So excited y'all are here. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, what, what was really emphasized today, a, a theme, if you will, of today, defense. Defense got quoted, I'm not kidding you, probably 30 times today. And Udoka set the tone at the top of media availability. Defense is going to be top of mind throughout training camp. And good God, thank God. Yeah, we haven't seen defense, God, uh, maybe since Ron Artest was here. Speaking of defense, Ime Udoka says a lot of players overlook Fred Van Fleet because of his stature, but he's one of the toughest, most competitive guys on the defensive end. It's so critical, man. Like, I can't – I honestly can't tell you – I mean, I can tell you. I, I, I've i loved Fred Van Fleet from afar. And in past episodes, we, we've talked about this at nauseum. I was a student when he was playing ball at Wichita State. Like, I saw this guy up – close and personal he was the same way at Wichita State he's the same guy and I listened to him on Sports Talk 790 Matt Thomas had him on today he's just real like he's and what I mean by that he just has this aura about him like he's not a guy you would want to fight in a dark alley at night if you know what I'm saying he's a you know what once again he's some he's a different Made from a different cloth in today's NBA. The guy's a professional. Not a lot goes around, folks. No, absolutely not. Um, this is interesting. Raphael Stone on Kevin Porter Jr. and past culture issues with the Rockets. He said there weren't any issues like this that I was aware of. So that's what I will say. It's interesting on a lot of levels because there's been some speculation out there. Not speculation. Uh, more was talked about with what happened with the incident when he ran out uh, of the building at halftime um, where he almost got into it in a, in a physical altercation with uh, John Lucas, John Lucas. It's a little weird that our general manager didn't know of these things happening. I wonder how that happened, but that was something that was an interesting quote that I, I wrote down. Um, don't, don't kid yourself. He knew what happened. Okay. No, I'm. He was referring. Just, just for, putting that out there. Well, no, and I don't know. I, you know, I, you know, I don't know if he was encompassing the entire immaturity behavior or the the behavior of you yeah. know beating the shit out of that girl. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's one way to put it. Um, so here's an interesting quote from Fred Van Fleet. Coach is the biggest reason I'm, I'm I'm here referring to Udoka. I've always been an extension of the coach on the floor. All of this media day stuff is fun and pictures are nice, but I'm excited to get to work. And it's, again, man, I, I was close. I got to be honest after hearing this today, going out and buying a Fred Van Fleet jersey. I haven't bought a jersey. I haven't bought a Rockets jersey, God, in almost three years. Yeah. 
I was close. I, I was this close on on Fred Van Fleet. He was also very complimentary of Jalen Green. Explosive talent. He was the number two pick for a reason. Natural scorer, competitor, plays hard. He's got that dog in him. I've always admired his game from afar. I'm excited to try and help him as he takes the next step. I think it's time he has the big breakout we all know he's capable of having. Lashard Binkley and I, again, thank you, Lashard, for coming on the show yesterday. It was a great show. Great talk with him. We talked about the importance of Jalen Green taking that next step. I think that what we're going to see this year is a different type of Jalen Green. I think in the past, he, you know, he was the guy when Harden left, when Westbrook left. Um, and he knew, you know, basically Silas had no no clue, okay? I think now that there's some veteran presence on this team and a coach that knows how to coach, I think you're going to see a totally different Jalen Green. I'm excited. Me too. Um, Fred Van Fleet also went on to say he'd love to play for Team USA in the Olympics if, the Olympics if he was asked after we get embarrassed this past summer in the Olympics. So it's good to hear Fred Van Fleet wanting to do that. Um, he, again, he mentioned defense. It's all about defense. The, the commonality with what a lot of these guys were talking about today is that the Rockets can score. There's no doubt the Rockets can put the ball in the hoop. It's collectively trying to become a better team defensively. That's so key for them. And it was great to hear about today. More defense stuff. A lot of defense is just being in the right spots. We've got some incredible athletes on this team. Just got to take pride in coaching um, or coaching these guys the right way. Um, let's get to Ime Udoka. Uh, a couple quotes here. He specifically mentioned Cam Whitmore, rookie out of Villanova, when asked about filling the void left by Kevin Porter Jr. and the role for the Rockets expect to have for him. To me, this is really important that it seems like for Ime Udoka, he actually said today, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. That it was going to be an open competition for a starting spot between Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. <coughs> it sounds like Ime Udoka is not giving anything to anybody in this camp. You're going to have to come in. You're going to have to earn it. And it seems like he already has a pretty favorable opinion of Cam Whitmore, just like we all do. It's a good sign for the Rockets if they have already identified him as a guy that they can give more minutes to and play in that role. Um, would there really have been a competition between Green and Porter Jr.? 
your opinion. Between you and I, between, no, to be honest, no, but he said it out loud. And what I like about Udoka so far, it's he's no nonsense. Like, I don't think he says these things just to say them. I think he specifically said that because he wanted it out there to let Jalen Green know you're a stud. You're, you've been a great player on a really bad team your first three years. It's time to step up. It's time for you to come in and be a leader on this team. I think that's why he said it. But no, there, there was never going to be a competition. But I'm glad he said that. I like that he's saying things like this. Well, and it's also easier to say it now that Porter Jr. is gone. Exactly. 100%. Uh, great, great point by you. Um, Ime Udoka says the team will be coached differently and with accountability, something that night that might not have been there in the past. Woo. Direct shot at Steven Silas. Good because he sucked at his job. <laughs> um, direct shot at the front office for not having a culture of accountability. And Lashard and I talked about this last night. Do not get this twisted, Rockets fans. This is not Raphael Stone's team. This is Ime Udoka's team. Raphael Stone is not calling the shots here. Ime Udoka and Tillman Fertitta are calling the shots here. And Stone's going to be the the gopher. He'll go get it done. 100%. Those two guys are going to come up with the guys that they want, and Stone has to go figure it out. And if he doesn't, he's going to be gone. Um. Per jo- this is a, a good tweet by Jonathan Fagan, beat writer for the Chronicle. Uh, every Fred Van Vliet. By the way, we do have to. Uh, happy birthday to Alex's dog. Thank Aww. you. We appreciate it. Um, we have to. It's not Van Fleet. It's Van Vliet. We got to come up with a nickname. Like I'm not going to say Fred Van Vliet every single time. FVV. Yeah, FVV. Uh, I, I kind of like that. Uh, Fagan says. Every one of his answers is an interesting, genuine, and revealing. Obvious why he is valued as a leader. That's more praise coming in on the day that Fred Van Fleet had, which is great. Um, Fred Van Fleet did joke, it's a lot warmer than Toronto here, that's for sure. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, this, is a, this is a spicy quote, too. Uh, Fred Van Fleet says having a real point guard to get guys open shots will be a big boost for the team. I love it. Oh, I love it. He said that himself. No, he's talking about that's a direct shot at the point guard position that was here prior to him being here. I know. Yeah. Oh, love it. Stone better get the stones to put the pieces together for this team to get wins. That's a good call by Greg. Oh, Greg. Um, no, I just, I love that, that by him. Um, he also said, there's no reason for me to be too good to come play in Houston, which I like, don't get me wrong. You're also in Houston because they gave you the most money. I would have loved for him to just come out and say that, like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm here. The food's great. We, I've been to Nico Nico's. I've been to Papa Doe. Food's great, but I'm here because they threw the bag at me. You know what I mean? There was nobody offering him close to what we paid him. No, absolutely not. No, all- that's why he's here. Let's not get it twisted. That's why he's here, and I love that. Um, but I, li- I like him. I like guys who say the right things 
even when they don't mean it all the time. Like, yeah, we all know you're not too good. You're here because of the money. Um, Jalen Green was quoted on saying how different it feels this year. Energy has been really good around the team. He quoted on partnership with uh, Fred. Uh, I think we're going to be a really good backcourt. There's going to be a lot of space. I think we're going to really play well off of each other. He's like a big brother already. I kicked it with him outside of hoops. He's been teaching and telling me how to become a better version of myself. If you're not a Jalen Green fan, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, he's just, he seems like a good dude, you know? It's it's really hard to not root for him. He's also Gumby. You know, Van, Fred, FVV. Freddie. Freddie. Let's call him Freddie. I like Freddie. Freddie's going to come in, and he's going to teach Jalen Green how to be a professional basketball player. Yeah. Oh, no, listen, I, I totally agree. Um, oh, okay, let's get to Tari Eason. First of all, uh, Jalen looks to be in, in the best shape of his career, which is great. Uh, we've seen a bunch of workout videos with him and, and Freddie. Yeah, Freddie's going to stick. I'm a big fan of Freddie. Um, him and Freddie working out. Uh, Tari Eason looks like he's put on some muscle. Great to see. Um, he says he can't wait to work with, here's a shock, Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Um, he said, Tari said on Dylan Brooks, uh, he sees himself as the best defender in the league. I love that mentality. Can't wait to work with him. Uh, he said that he, being Tari Eason and Jabari Smith Jr., are close friends, and they talk about the opportunity they have and how important it is to try and make the city of Houston proud to get the city some wins and get the fan base rocking again. No pun intended. See, whether this is true or not, and I'm going to believe it is true because most of these guys are too young to not be dumb enough to not say this. But, see, that's what's part of the NBA is missing today is that nobody gives a crap about the city or, you know, the fans or whatever, you know, and for him to come out and say that, whether he means it or not, to me as a fan makes me excited, you know? Yeah, because it seems like, you know, the Rockets were the one who drafted him, and they're genuinely happy to be here, uh, which is great. Um, Kelly Eco uh, in, uh, tweeted today, incredibly underrated how much of a lift Houston's young players will get just by the presence of Freddie on a daily basis, especially offensively, which is cool to see. Uh, Jalen Green on Shangoon. I love Alpi. His growth has been really good. He's gotten a lot stronger. He never disappoints me. He's a great player in my eyes. Let's. It's another show, another person's opportunity to say, I do not hate him. I am rooting for him. I love him. If he is the center of the future, dear God, I hope he is. And I will root for him as hard as I will for anybody else. I have my doubts that he can be the cornerstone center piece that we need. But I hope and I will be the first one to admit if I'm wrong. Speaking of, Jock Landale, is he still hurt? No, we're going to get to Jock Landale in a bit. Um, Jabari Smith says he thinks it's night and day this year for him to compare when he entered his rookie season, confidence-wise, uh, swagger-wise, just a whole different player. Uh, somebody asked him today, uh, he's not sure if he's grown, but he did say that he has not gotten shorter, uh, which is good for us. 
Um, he did come out and say that he wants to be the guy who guards the best player every night. Love that mentality. And I think um, just a, a personal opinion, I started thinking about this today. Defensively on the wings, this team has the opportunity to be special. Really good. Like Brooks, Tari, uh, Brooks, Tari, Jabari, Cam Whitmore, Amen Thompson. Like this team. About Thompson. This team potentially has the ability to be special defensively. Well, like they're he, really athletic, and that's oh my god! I mean, why when you play some of these, you know, let's let's look at Phoenix. You yeah. know, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. Yeah, you know, there will be nights to where these guys just can't keep up with us. Yeah, and then you know, no matter where you look, you look up in Milwaukee, Lillard, Giannis, Chris Middleton. You look at uh, Miami. By the way, shout out to Jimmy Butler today. Oh, don't. No, no, no. Please, no. Who showed up as an emo version of himself was so funny. Like, I love Jimmy Butler. I just want to hang out with for the day. He just seems like the funniest dude in the world. Um, Jock Landale on the status of his ankle. uh, He's jumping as high as he ever has, which is great. Uh, He did have a really interesting take that – he wants to be the junkyard dog. He wants to set good screens, rebound. He did make a comment that when he played with Phoenix last year against the Rockets, there wasn't a lot of boxing out going on. He wants to bring that mentality to the team, uh, which is great. Jock Landale, by the way, when you hear this guy talk, first of all, his accent is is spectacular. The, the Australian accent, this dude is funny. Like, he's going to be the comedic relief. Between him and Boban, like, the Rockets are going to have <laughs> content for days, as the kids would say. So, I, I mean, I, I liked what I heard from Landale. Uh, his impression of Alpi, this guy is so talented offensively, it's unbelievable, which is true. He's obviously been listening to the Kiss of Death podcast because we've talked about how – hasn't? <laughs> true. Uh, how great he's been def- offensively. It's defensively where he has to take that next step. Um, good uh, tweet, and my apologies, I did not write it down, um, from who tweeted this. Main takeaway from Media Day f- from me is that all of the young guys are tired of losing, and all the vets notice that they're willing to learn from them and put in the work to make winning a possibility, and that the vibes in the locker room are great. So important. So important for this team. This quote right here. This well, is so key. And if you looked at it the last three years between Green and Jabari Smith and Tari Eason and, you know, Udoka when he was on, not Udoka, uh, Garuba and Josh Christ. I mean, you know, most of these kids that came in here weren't, weren't used to losing. No. And, you know, losing also becomes – Winning is a habit, and but so is losing. And I think they just got beat down and just said, screw it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, a couple days ago, it's important to note, I didn't get any Amen Thompson quotes from today specifically. Uh, from a couple days ago, uh, he was asked how his ankle was, which kept him out of uh, summer league the last couple games. He did note that he feels great. The, the ankle's great. 
He's ready for camp tomorrow, uh, which is great to see. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier in the show. Sorry, we're trying to go through a lot of quotes here on the show. Ime Udoka says the team will be coached differently and with accountability, something that may not have been there in the past, uh, which is great to hear. Uh, we did talk about that. Sorry, we'll we'll move past that pretty quick. You know, did you know uh, Thompson was working with a shooting coach? I saw that. Uh, good bring up of that point by you. Um, I just I, I like it, man. I'm I'm a big fan. He's the the team. I want to make sure I phrase this right. I'm not going to say that Kevin Porter Jr. being here would have been bad for the team, regardless of the situation he's involved with now. But it does feel like this team without him is so much different in a, in a good way because it feels like Kevin Porter Jr., great scorer, but I don't know how much of a team first guy he was, especially with the actions that he's shown not only off the court, but also on the court at times. Um, it, it's important to note just how good I think this team can be. I'm not, I'm not, they're not going to win the title this year, but after hearing what I heard today, I'm so excited for camp to start tomorrow. Like I really am. It's, it's nice after three long years yeah. to hear some positive stuff coming out. Yeah. You know, no, for sure. and I still think that they're, they. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With guys like Dylan Brooks, they still have that the... the they're going to be a team that a lot of teams are not going to want to see this year. Let's finish up these quotes. We'll give some final thoughts, um, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. I got to tell you, seeing Boban today, I, I've been as critical of Boban as anybody. He's got to make the team. And there, there was a great tweet um, by Britt. Britt has been on, on the show before. Love her on, on Twitter. We'll make sure to give her a shout-out on, on Twitter after the show. Um, but she made a really good point that Bobon had quotes today. He said, Houston is my home. I feel my heart beating like 100 miles an hour. I'm so happy to be back. And Bobon is a guy that is beloved across the league. Beloved across the league. Like, it's hard to find a guy to say something bad about Bobon. And when I, I had the unbelievable opportunity to interview him and Tobias Harris last year. Right. You can see why. I mean, the guy's just so nice. And I think he's going to be a, not a good, a great influence on this locker room. Like, I could see the good cop, bad cop of Fred Van Fleet and him, where Van Fleet will get into somebody's ass and just tear them up for doing the wrong thing. And Boban, like the big brother, 
will come over and kind of come around them and said, yeah, but you know, come on. Yeah. You know, and, and it's so funny. Alex makes a good point. Other teams fans cheer when he gets in and scores most of the time because the Rockets are down by 30 when he's playing at that point, but that's besides the point. Um, so I wanted to, I wanted to give some love to, thanks. Uh, I wanted to give some love to Boban because I'm glad he's back. Do I still wish that roster spot would go to a younger prospect to see what they have? Yeah, I do. But after thinking about it more, I think it was a wrong take by me to initially say that I didn't want him back on a vet minimum, put him at the end of the bench. He just is happy to be a part of an organization. And I'm glad he's here. And you, you know what? You never know with Udoka. You know, he might put him in for a, a certain part of the game, maybe the last 10 seconds. Yeah. And who knows? He might, you know, save a game for you now and then, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was good to see Jay Sean Tate. I think Jay Sean Tate has gotten really lost in the shuffle here uh, of this roster. I know. I know. But you know what? I, I will always be appreciative of a guy like Jay Sean Tate because of his story. Um I had the the pleasure of of interviewing, I can't remember her name right now, um, but she did a story um, on Jay Sean Tate and his his upcoming to the league, coming from Australia, so just unbelievably hard life for him. And I'm glad he's on the roster. I still think he ends up getting traded uh, to a situation where he's going to be able to play more. I don't think that there's really a package for him here. Um, but he was quoted today. He said, I think the rebuild's over. And that's music to you and I's ears. Oh, God, yes. Yep. Um, here's my guy. Um, there's three quotes that – let me get these out and then we'll give our take on it. Dylan Brooks. I got to tell you, I love this guy. I, I Dylan Brooks is so my kind of guy because he's old school. You know, you've talked about this before. Otis Thorpe. Vernon Maxwell, um, Patrick, you know, that Patrick Beverly trash talk, the Ron Artests or whatever he's going by now, Dennis Rodman. It's like Dylan Brooks is all of these guys from afar. I am so fascinated what he looks like up close and personal because I think the sky is the limit for Dylan Brooks paired with Ime Udoka. Um, He's quotes from today. I love the group. A lot of talent can really score the ball, but they didn't know how to finish games. They were in a lot of games. They played hard, but needed to find a way to play harder on the defensive end. Just being the second voice, you always need a second voice after the first voice commands. Me, I'm going to do it. I'll guard the best player. I'll dive on loose balls. I'll get physical with anybody in this league. Um, He stresses the importance of changing the defensive culture in Houston. That's how you win games on the defensive end, being a top five defensive team in the NBA. I I mean, that's a mic drop to me. That's, that's I, I, athletic, you know, I'm going to go back to athletically again. You know, to play, you know, I'm going to sound like an old coach, but, you know, you got to want to play defense, okay? Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of teams that want to play defense, you know? Yeah, just not. Jeff Green was also quoted as saying the Rockets specifically citing Jalen and Jabari want to change the headlines about who the Rockets are. And that's 
what I took out of today, because I listened to to most of uh, most of. I was also doing my my day job. Um, <laughs> I promise, STR. Um, what I took away from today, most first and foremost, there's a changing of the guard with the Rockets coming, and there's it, again, it's we joke about how bad Silas was at his job, and it's not to to belittle the man. Um, he was just in over his head. He was bad at being a head coach. There was a reason why he was an assistant for 20 years. Ime Udoka is not going to stand for the things that we saw last year. Bad turnovers, um, not being prepared for games, putting guys in positions, a.k.a. Kevin Porter Jr. being a point guard when he's actually not a point guard, did not benefit the Rockets as a whole last year or the year before. Or the year before it, because he was here for three years. Called it. We said it. We said it numerous times, over and over. Kevin Porter Jr. is not a point guard. Agreed. You know, um, I'm trying to see if I missed any big quotes. I think we covered most of it. Um, some more just takeaways. Fred Van Fleet is the real deal. Um, Jalen looks great. Jabari looks great. Again, like my prediction going into the season, I think this is a fringe playoff team. I, I don't see any reason that they cannot be a playoff team headed into this season. I just don't. I, I agree with you. Um, you know, and that could be anywhere from seven to ten. Yeah, no, I, and, and that would be if they can play meaningful basketball, meaningful basketball late in the year, I will be so thankful uh, I think this is episode 470 of <laughs> the shows that we've done. And like 10 of them have been about meaningful basketball back. When right. I, I agree. You know, I just, I would love for some competitive ball. Um, so the plan as of right now, uh, we will be live again tomorrow night. Um, like we said, we said it on the show yesterday, content, content, content. We want to bring y'all as much updates about the Rockets as possible. Uh, season's right around the corner. Uh, so we will be live tomorrow night, 8.30, right back here. Uh, to As long as there's a, a good amount of updates about the first day of training camp, uh, which there should be. I see no reason that there shouldn't be. We will be live back here tomorrow night at 8.30. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the coverage of uh, Rockets Media Day. Hopefully you enjoyed the condensed version. There was more if you guys want to go check it out. Make sure to check out thedreamshake.com. Uh, if you're on Twitter, make sure to follow the Kiss of Death at RocketsFFSN. Follow Jeremy at Jeremy Brenner. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Pops, any final thoughts before we get training camp started tomorrow? Are they staying here for the entire time for training camp? Uh, no, they're actually going to be in Louisiana from what I read today. Um, I will make sure to get that information i know i think they're going to be at a university in louisiana for some reason i want to say lasalle university tomorrow uh i think i saw that on the timeline uh lasalle university in louisiana tomorrow uh but we'll make sure to, to cover that in tomorrow's show but that's a good question by you because i read you know where the, the sixers are going to uh colorado do they have strip clubs in colorado this has been episode number 38 of the Kiss of Death. I think it I'm was sure they do. I'm sure they do have clubs in Colorado for James Harden, who will not be attending training camp. Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. And until next time.
Go Rockets. Everybody for tuning in. MB, thank you. You're welcome.